Hey, you're listening to Don't Make Sense. I'm Dr. Vivian Rodriguez, an educational psychologist, blogger, educator, and coach who loves to talk about style, life, creating, and mental health. Okay, so I started this podcast to create a space to talk about style and substance, to talk about the complexities of being a woman who's authentic and thriving. All right, let's get into it. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the holiday season and how we can thrive through this um, tail end of 2020. You know, in the past, I would try to, or recently, I was trying to make more episodes that were kind of like evergreen that weren't specific to um, a time of the year. But you know what? This has just been like a dumpster fire year. So I think that it's worth um, having an episode about the holiday season, what can we do to get through it? And, you know, I think for me, um, I was kind of reflecting on the podcast and the content I try to create. And I'm about all about you have to do what's going to work for you. You have to kind of uh, like I kind of cater to more independent thinkers. And so this episode is going to talk about seven, about six or seven tips um, that I, I researched, rounded up for you on how to get through the holidays or thrive through the holidays in your own way. All right. So one of the things we want to be doing is, you know, um, being mindful of what we do. So the first um, tip I was going to recommend is to have a plan and share it early. So the thing with us, like making a choice, I know for me, in the past, um, you know, I might like delay making a decision on something. Um, and that doesn't always go well because either way you got to do it, right? You have to make a decision. So whatever your plan is going to be for how to celebrate Christmas, if that's what you celebrate or whatever holiday that brings people together, given the pandemic and just everybody having kind of varying levels of comfort on what risk to take, I think you want to, you know, get really clear on what you want to do and um, share it early so people kind of get over it and, and, um, you know, kind of accept where you're at. And that is kind of like a form of self-care when you already just kind of let people know where I'm at, this is what I'm going to do. And you kind of like take that bandaid off. And it's, it's a good way to avoid people getting frustrated or confused and, you know, just trying to make sure you're just clear with what you want to do. And the other thing I would say is when you just kind of share your plan early and you're clear with it, it kind of helps others um, know where you're at instead of trying to like mind read. One of the things I've had to learn over the years is that um, I'm only, I'm the only one who's me, right? So you're the only one who's you. You're the only one who's had that lived experience that you've experienced, And your lived experience is what kind of, you know, colors the way you see the world. It it really influences the way you see situations, the way you interpret them, take them in, the way you feel about them. And so knowing that, just letting people, putting it out there where you're at with things makes it clear, gives them a chance to process it. And um, understanding that some people may not be okay with it, but it is what it is. It's what you, where, where you feel like you need to, uh, or how you need to do things. Um, so, you know, I just try to always kind of remember that, like when I get some kind of reaction from somebody, I'm like, oh wait, they're not me. So there's perceiving this in a different way. 
The next thing I would say um, when I was kind of researching how to survive the holidays, that was like the topic everybody had. So I was like, no, I'm going to do thrive, not survive. Um, was kind of, you know, grieve the loss of the familiar routines. So, you know, um, I work in a very routine-oriented field, which is education. And, um, you know, so we like to have things a certain way. Educators like things to start a certain way, end a certain way, be very clear on what is expected, and just it's high level of structure to our days. And so, you know, um, and structure and routines is soothing to, to most people. And so what we want to do is kind of accept that, you know, you're not going to be able to maybe do things the way you'd want to, even if you were up for doing a certain event or activity and get people together, it might be people who aren't into it and they just don't feel comfortable. Um, and I know for me, I had to kind of get over the fact I wasn't going to be um, doing my graduation with my daughter. So my daughter was graduating high school this year and I had like this illusion that, you know, we'd have her high school graduation and then my doctoral program graduation and all of this. And that didn't happen. So had to, you know, grieve the loss of that, figure out something else, and then just kind of put things in perspective. So grieve then put things in perspective. Another story I want to share um, in terms of putting things in perspective would be that um, I remember one Halloween, my daughter, um, she was not going to, it was not her year to be with, with, with our family. Um, and I was just so upset because it was like one of the last Halloweens. Like I think in a year or two after that, I was going to be like, Oh, why are you still dressing up? That's weird. You're older now. So it wasn't going to be where she was doing trick or treating that sort of thing. And I really had to just stop and, and go, okay, it's just one day, it's 24 hours. And, um, it's ultimately just a moment in time. We got through it. She wasn't with us and we were fine, you know? So I think grieve, kind of accept things won't be the way you wanted it to be, and then put things in perspective so it can help you move forward. The other recommendation I found um, was be realistic. So it's hard. I know for me, I'll be like, okay, I can't do this. I want to do something, you know. Um, bigger. I want to go big and make some a, a celebration be even better than what it would be if it was our typical kind of rituals and routines. But then the problem with that is that you have to be realistic about what you can handle given the restrictions with the pandemic and and things not being um, as they usually are. And really think about: Am I going to be adding more stress to myself by trying to make things more grand? And I think we want to think about too, okay, well, what's the objective? Why would we be doing that too? So if you truly feel like you can handle it, go for it and, and make something different, make something, you know, um, you know, celebrate in a bigger way if you can, but if it's going to lead to more stress and it's not that serious, you know, it's, it's, um, better if you can find some kind of balance instead of making something unnecessarily perfect, um, when everyone's going to be like, you know, I still liked it the other way. <laughs> All right. The next, the next um, little tip um, would be to create new routines. So this isn't like earth shattering. I mean, you kind of have to, right? You you have to do something different. And um, but I think you want to think about how that you kind of go about that. So um, quick story. I remember being at a training 
um, years ago for my job and there was a speaker, she was really dynamic and interesting. And she was talking about kind of the challenges associated with change. And so she was explaining like, people don't like change. Um, even if it's a good thing, they're just not interested in it, you know? And when you change something, the other piece is that you can unearth something. You can like discover something where you're like, Ooh, I didn't know that was holding that up or, Oh, now I've created another problem with my proposed um, solution. And so like, for instance, she said like you could, you know, move a book from a bookcase and all these books fall over. You're like, Oh shoot, that book was really like holding up all these other things. Right. So the reason I bring this up is from changing what you do usually every um, holiday season, you might figure out like, or discover a new routine or something that's might, might even be better um, than what you used to do before. And um, so, you know, just be open to it. And, but then you also just want to think about, okay, if I move this, this happens <laughs> sort of thing. But I, I, that kind of resonated with me because I was thinking about, oh yeah, like sometimes ch- as a result of changing one thing, something else happens and it may work out better. Um, you know, maybe it'll be less stimulating, you know, the uh, kind of activities you guys have and maybe it's better for your kids or your spouse, you know, whatever. All right. The next um, tip is it's okay to say no. So I don't know if it's a tip or just kind of like a mantra. It's okay to say no over the years. Um, I know for me, I'll speak for myself that, because I know I was going to say for women, but I'll speak for myself that it's been hard. It can be hard to say no. And maybe it's related to how you were raised. Um, It could be cultural expectations, gender dynamics, birth order or whatever, but it could be hard to say no. And, you know, setting those limits with people can bring up things where you're like, well, I kind of feel bad. I don't want to seem like I'm being rude. You know, um, I mean, I know for me, like if I didn't want to hang out with someone when I was much younger, you know, I know my mom be like, oh, but they're nice. I'm like, but I don't feel like talking to people right now. I'm kind of tired. She's like, but they're so nice. I'm like, oh my gosh. So, um, so yes, but, but you want to think about, you can say no to things and it's going to help you do a few things. It's going to help you set some limits with people and it's going to help you avoid some unnecessary stress or help you avoid being in a situation where you're like, okay, I didn't want to be here. Now I'm here. And now I'm annoyed because I should have said no. So I feel like, you know, after I, you know, got into my uh, 40s that I'm like, I'm cool with saying no. I'm, I'm okay if it's like they're nice. It doesn't mean I have to, um, you know, spend my time doing X, Y, and Z. So just remembering, I think, you know, that it's okay to say no. And then the other thing I found that you probably already know because it's all over the place is gratitude. So gratitude always works. I actually found a piece from Harvard Health Publishing where they were talking about how gratitude is attached to, um, or there's a lot of research behind gratitude and being attached to happiness. And it has to do with, you know, kind of um, people who, when you, you know, express gratitude, you're more likely to have positive emotions, really enjoy good experiences. It can improve your health and help you kind of deal with adversity. And then it can help you build strong relationships. So I linked that piece um, in the show notes for you. So for me, um, you know, I, I always, when I, I can, you know, I can get overwhelmed or feel negative about a situation. And um, I've been trying to really stop and like, practice gratitude, like be really, um, 
and overt about it and intentional about it. Because when you get into like the comparison trap, you know, um, and you can start to spiral in your own head. Like I know for me, I'll be like, oh, well, this person has it easier um, for whatever reason. And then, you know, but then I'm like, well, wait, this other person has it a lot harder than me. Like, what am I talking about? So, <laughs> so I try to shift to thinking um, about how grateful I am for something I'm not dealing with you know, and it could be like health issues, things that just come out of the blue for people where you're like, okay, you know what? I need to be quiet. Cause I'm, that's a, that's a significant challenge that I don't have on my plate right now. So for me, um, that seems to really kind of help put things in perspective and, you know, and keeping in mind that there's like no guarantees, there's no guarantee that you, you know, will, you know, live to 100, whatever, you know, or that your loved ones will be fine. Things like can change so quickly in a year. So you might as well enjoy it and and be grateful. Okay. All right. So those are my kind of a list of tips to thrive through the holidays. Um, If you, you know, end up using any of them, let me know. You can leave me a voice message on Anchor. You can also, um, you know, DM me on Instagram. I now have an Instagram account for the Don't Mix In podcast. I um, I don't know why I took forever to do it. I don't know. I, but I realized that it would be better to separate the content so it doesn't get lost in all the style content for the Live by Viv account. So you can uh, message me there. Let me know if these tips resonated with you. And also you can go back and check out episode 12, where I talk about how to not stress over the holidays. I feel like some of the info in that episode um, is relevant for now, you know? Um, So go ahead and check that out. Like what you're hearing? Go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. You can also share the podcast on Instagram and tag me at livebyviv. As far as my music, it's The Croft by Joachim Karud. And everything we talked about in this episode can be found in the show notes on livebyviv.com. Okay, and remember, don't mix in because you don't need to.